Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the uh, the first mini episode of Let's Talk More Movies. Ooh, um, bite size. <laughs> oh yeah, bite size. That's, right. That's actually far better. Uh, why why weren't you talking before we started? It was coming up that masterpiece. I was. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I am your host, Michael Breslin. Our live musician is... Colm Heron. And to my left is... Sean Coyle. And essentially, the reason why we're doing a midweek mini-podcast is that the Spider-Man news came out last week, and we actually did talk about it on the podcast uh, last week, but it kind of turned into just a sherry fueled rage and, <laughs> and it was completely inaudible yeah we're all so, pretty fucked up you can't say it like it's a bad thing <laughs> by the way I left at least half that ball of sherry here last week where'd it go got dumped a what shut up you didn't fucking dump it cost me sex by <laughs> you dumped the bottle de la dange there was, there was there was no cap on it it was it was unusable anyway this as they delve deep into our alcoholic problems it's to talk about spider-man yeah <laughs> so it was announced that tom holland is going to be the new spider-man and john watts is going to direct the standalone that's set for 2017 yeah. it's untitled as of yet done there untitled that's as a standalone it's one film Oh, well, no. Yeah, like Spider-Man's own film. He's going to be. Oh, he's, right, he's going to do. A, he's going to do a cameo in Captain America: Civil War, which is out next year, twenty sixteen. Right. Yeah, twenty sixteen. He's making his first appearance. See, the question that obviously is on everybody's lips is, who the fuck is Tom Holland, <laughs> and who the fuck is what is it? Mike Watts? I didn't even John, know. Yeah, John, John Watts. John Watts. Uh, yeah. People are even fucking going crazy at the minute. You know, trying to look for some information on Matt or uh, Tom Holland, and. The only thing that they can find now is that he did a, a very respected run as Bill Elliott, didn't he? I think it was um, in the West End or something like that when he was like 14. Yeah. I think it was Sandy's before we started. I tried to search for pictures of Tom Holland and it seems like uh, very few have been taken since 2010. Because <laughs> when I heard that Tom Holland was doing I typed in his name, every picture I seen was him as a 14 and I was like, Jesus Christ, they're going really young for Spider-Man. <laughs> you know what mm. I mean? But I've seen like a, a kind of more updated photo. Aye, it looks the part. We talked a couple of weeks back about how... We really like the fact that they're they're making Spider Man younger again because I mean in the like the animated series and stuff he is only supposed to be like fifteen sixteen mm. yeah, when he first gets like when he first gets his powers and I think that it makes it uh, way more compelling then when you see him go from like 
proper proper boyhood and that like the, the sort of age that Tobey Maguire and, uh, and uh, Andrew Garfield was to you know grow up and have to kind of you know fight like Alexa Doc Ock and stuff like that mm. I do think there's more of a, a kind of threat there when you when you see someone as young looking as what Tom Holland does mm. although <laughs> there now you mentioned the the cartoon that he was a teenager and stuff but if you think about like the 90s cartoon he still looked like he was 30 that's hard <laughs> to tell because he's drawn no but he was he was like a big kind of muscly kind of peter parker do you know no, mind? i don't think so i always thought he was kind of like a, a bit of a whoppet no i don't like a bit of a jackie's whoop anyway not the point but <laughs> no yeah tom holland was in that film the impossible yeah see which i didn't see I but see, even yeah, even at that that's like what two three years ago now, and he looks pretty fucking young in that like yeah he was in lock, but you don't see him. Yeah, it's like his voice. And he was in How I Live Now, which I also didn't see. Yeah, so I've essentially seen Tom Holland. I've, I've heard Tom Holland's voice in lock, and that's about <laughs> the height of it. That's that's all I've seen of Tom Holland, bar a couple of photos of him as a 14-year-old, and then one now that's uh, on his IMDb page. So it's hard to see how it's going to go now. Uh, I think, like we said, it's the right choice, making him younger, 100%. It, 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 it puts a, a different spin on it. I think, uh, for me, I, I don't really agree with... I don't, well, I don't agree with him doing this reboot anyway. Uh, especially if they go and do the origin story again. I think it'd be fucking absolutely ridiculous to do the origin story again after Andrew Garfield's origin story, considering that was so was close it after... Three times in the last 15 yeah, years? Yeah, which is, you know, it's, it's a bit over the top. Like, I was even surprised that when they done the Andrew Garfield series, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, that they even went for the origin story because it had yeah. been so... It's, uh, it's so fresh in people's minds. So certainly they couldn't go down that way again. I know, because like, me, me and Chan have even joked before that they... They redo the the origin story of it, but they try and say it in a different way, and it just it's so obvious that that's what they're trying to do. And yeah, it just it doesn't feel fresh. I think that I mean like it wasn't up the director was it Mark Webb who done the, the Amazing Spider Man? Yeah, it obviously wasn't Mark Webb's fault. It's the producers and it's I Sony and it's what they want. But Christ alive, like I mean we know it. You know the, the, <laughs> you've got like there's so many Spider Man. Uh, comics there's so many different storylines that you could do to make it more interesting and fair enough it still made tons of money and that was their main aim of course but it would just be nice to see him do fucking something different or than oh, I, we don't want to have to see Uncle Ben get shot today <laughs> again like you know what I mean the man's been through it all well Kevin Feige who's the head of Marvel Studios and they're obviously he's he's going to be producing the, the standalone Spider-Man as well yeah. along with Amy Pascal over at Sony and uh, he said that Spider-Man is already Spider-Man. They're, well, not, good, they're not going to do the origins oh, again. Well, so good. he's going to pop up in Civil War and he would he will have been Spider-Man for a while. Right. Is there any word of villains yet, darling? I know it's very early days. Like. No, it's, but not much else has come out apart from Tom Holland and then the director, uh, John... What, what's his name again? I, what? What? Which, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> it's an all interesting one because, again, he has cop care, which is coming out very soon. I, I, I think that actually looks really good. But see, I, it does look interesting mm. and like a good thriller. But and it's gotten some good buzz from festivals and stuff. But we haven't seen anything. Yeah, and, and that's and that, that's that's why it's so tough to talk about because I think it, it seems to be a thing now with comic book films. Uh, not just we Marvel, but we even like uh, say DC. Well, no, mo- mostly Marvel actually. Now I'm, I'm I'm thinking about this point, but they seem to have this thing now about choosing really really left field directors yeah. and even some left field cast and we talked weeks back about Kenneth Branagh with Thor yeah. uh, Jesus who is it that's been announced she directed Selma she's been uh, announced for is it Doctor Strange she's directing no she it's 
it's been said it's just she's had a meeting it, with Marvel and they're, they're Ava DuVernay is it or something like that I think it's like Ava DuVernay who directed so much obviously a really good film but, but the, no I think they were looking at her more for Black Panther but they said she uh, basically they're just talking to her and they have a couple of projects open the two main ones is uh, Black Panther and Captain Marvel but see I, I love that I think it's so interesting because I mean you could you have so many directors who are very good at action you know you've got you've got the likes of say your Michael Bay's and Michael Mann's and, and their, their, their whole over is based on like spectacle but I think it's really interesting when you get a, a more kind of uh, you would even say maybe an O-Terror like you know Alexa Kenneth Branagh who are more kind of rooted in the thespian world or an Alexa Kenneth Branagh Shakespeare to see how they would you know uh, how they would depict a, a superhero film and how they would do it and so far from what I've seen with Alexa Branagh they've done it very well I suppose it's probably because it's the hardest thing they pull you know dramatic character because you've previously you've just seen them drawn or seen you know yeah comics and stuff like that there, or sorry comics cartoons and stuff like that there and I suppose it's trying to trying to pull out a relatable dramatic performance out of it and that's probably why they go for more you know dramatic auteurs and things like that yeah. well I've seen an interview with Kevin Feige again and they were, they were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy and somebody asked them about James Gunn and James Gunn had never done like a big budget uh, blockbuster before perfect example. and he said good storytellers are good storytellers mm-hmm. and James Gunn can tell a good story we can back him up with all our knowledge of how to do the big Aye. stuff like but we need a good story told there yeah, yeah and i think that's what you can come down with the spider-man choice as well john watts obviously they, they I'm, assuming, I've, I'm assuming they've seen cop car yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh always it's just like home movies they watch all <laughs> kids got talent <laughs> well, well well apparently he's he's directed a few episodes of you know the onion news and, oh, okay, and they they liked that they had a bit of a comedy background as well because mm. obviously Spider Man's was a bit yeah, funny. His quips and stuff like that. Yeah. Need that. which was kind of lost I think in the amazing Spider Man one because he just Andrew I well, I really like Andrew Garfield but I, I think he just came off as a kind of smarmy dick. You know, no, what I, mean? I, th- I thought Andrew Garfield was really good Spider Man. No, I, I mean I, I like the Spider Man aspect, but I think that the probably wasn't even his oh, fault. It was Peter Parker. Yeah, it was more it was more down to the writing and stuff like that. But he just came off as a wee bit dislikable. But yeah. But looking at Amazing Spider Man as well, I mean. Mark Webb before Amazing Spider-Man he, he only had really done 500 Days of Summer mm. yeah but I mean like even Mark Webb it was kind of more accepted because 500 Days of Summer had obviously been in the, the kind of public conscience for at least a year year and a half and it was a very, very quickly beloved film whereas yeah. Cop Car most people haven't seen it yet because yeah, I don't even think it's been released yet. yeah it hasn't been released here but obviously I mean Kevin Feige uh, you know, Marvel they're no, they're no dozers whatsoever they know exactly what they're doing they know mm-hmm. how to make money and in all fairness most of the Marvel films and even like the recent Daredevil series has been of a, of a very high standard so I I think that they obviously have a lot of fifth and in, in, in this guy you know Mark Watt he's obviously John got to, I, we, how many times can we get this <laughs> man's name wrong he is so unknown like well, it was no, Mark Tom comes out. yeah we'll know when the phone comes out and he's a fucking superstar but uh, or black or <laughs> but they have they've obviously seen Solo and I, I I don't I'm excited I always like it it's just nice to see a young uh, filmmaker with maybe not much experience being given that sort of project because it's usually those directors who are the hungriest and it's those directors who'll take risks and maybe not make it as formulaic as you know all our kind of action films superhero films so it's exciting to see and it's exciting to see a young unestablished actor too get a get a a, a pop at song that's a huge franchise well there there is the aspect of what you just said like they're hungry for it and they're prepared to do something different but you also there's the other side where the the studio think they can push them about a bit more mm, I mean, yeah yeah oh, there's always the point. danger of that that mm. 
they they can basically tell him what to do, and it's he's not really directing the film. Then mm. maybe so much. I know that uh, Sam Raimi's time uh, on Spider Man, obviously that was Sony run, and I know that Sony were kind of notorious for that. But it does seem that Marvel, because this is the first one that Marvel has Spider Man back, isn't it? Well, no. Uh, is it co produced? I well, Kevin Feige from Marvel is producing it with Amy Pascal from Sony, oh, but it's it's, yeah, it's uh, Sony is still. Produce, they, still, they still have the rights they still have it. will it's they ever relent those rights they're bringing in Marvel just for a bit of backup I've always <laughs> that kind of sad because obviously Marvel has done so much work uh, with uh, with the Avengers storylines and, and you know, building up all these characters from scratch like the Lex the Iron Man series and, and, and Thor and etc etc and you always know that Marvel have so many huge characters like they've got the X-Men and stuff like that too but Spider-Man always has been the jewel of Marvel's crown and it must break their hearts that for over these years they they don't have them they, they must fucking rue the day they sold their rights over well they half have them back now they half have them back <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully that's the first step but uh, I don't know I think what you're saying about pushing about a young director yeah if, if you want to take like a, a, a cynical sort of if you want to take a, a cynical viewpoint in that then maybe that would be the case but I think we Marvel's uh, involvement now I, I don't think I do think that Marvel genuinely love their product and love their characters yeah I think they, they would, I think they've built up the trust with all their good films that they they wouldn't do that I like don't and know, they yeah. take risks they, even, you know. they do and of course they do like they take risks with hiring these directors and, uh, and some of these, these casting choices in the first place okay it's so that weird it? that that's us <laughs> I know what the fuck we usually be talking for like the two and a half three hours or something like that but it's just kind of weird to be wrapped up in like 15 minutes and as well, I, I wasn't quite sure how this yeah, would go because we weren't blocked. <laughs> you, you have impeccable timekeeping skills. That was about 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the human clock. Because I've, I've noticed that before. Like sometimes uh, we'd be recording or whatever and you'd be like, we haven't said anything in like eight minutes or something. And it has been eight minutes. You've <laughs> Like even last week as well when I gave you 30 seconds to do a recommendation, you did it in 30 seconds. Hey. <laughs> Ultimate professionalist. You know what I mean? I know what I'm doing. I just have a terrible internal clock. Like, strangely enough we were just talking about Spider-Man and like superhero films and stuff like that I, I really 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 hope that that is a nice superpower that I just have really good <laughs> timekeeping skills <laughs> this makes it worse that you're always lit because you know you're lit <laughs> no, and you feel even more guilty about it <laughs> okay well sure we'll wrap it up there anyway you want to play me out Calm. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, let, let us know what you thought about this little mini bite-sized episode. Maybe we'll do more of them. Yeah, because that is just an experiment. Yeah, it's, it's literally because we were too drunk last time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank, thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook at Let's at less Talk... Oh, fuck, I can't talk. You can find us on Facebook at Let's Talk More Movies Podcast. Got it. You can find us on Twitter at Talk More Movies. And you can email us, Let's Talk More Movies at gmail.com. Um, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet as. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.